It's our first time we're doing the episode, the song, the theme song with a brand new addition to the show. Can't stay long. You have to go to an online training. Too bad he can't be part of the Genius Parade. Lori, she told a story about her dad. I can't remember. Lori, she'll tell a story. It better be funny, or she's fired. This is super awkward, but I want to say something pervy. But Lori, fiancé, instead of this be away. That's right, I want to talk real dirty and slow to my girlfriend, Laurie Roggenkamp. I want to separate her milky thighs and bury my face right in her coochie and lick her labia up and down. I think I went too far when I said those perverted things. But I can't control myself. I'm Joe Batant and I think dirty things rhymed with things, but I did. You know why? It's like jazz. The notes you don't play. You know what else is like jazz? Sorry. I was swallowing my own cum. That's why this is a dirty show, Lori. But it's the jizz. And it's all about the pussies you don't eat. I don't know what that means. Lori, I'll tell a story about Hollywood Bowl from the other day. Lori, it's what I call your pussy, the Hollywood Bowl. I'm no longer gay. I'm gonna be in a trouble with you and Star. Yeah. We should have worked in Nat Pat 90 into this. We'll go again. Yeah, well, you know, there's always the end, the end of the show. We do. I won't be here for that. Oh, yes, you will. So anyway, uh, Nathan Patrick Brown, thank you for being here. How do you like now that I use your full name, like Neil Patrick Harris? There's Nathan Patrick Brown. Yeah, you use it a lot. I was listening back to Drag Race Recap, and I was like, oh, he's really going for the full name treatment. Well, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get people who hack into people's accounts to really get... If you notice, (laughs) I also drop other hints like your social security. Well, what's the equivalent of the social security number in Australia? We have a tax file number. Oh, okay. A TFN. Uh huh. What's yours? I'm not you, saying that. Do you, get oh, that when you, do you get that when you're born? No, you have to apply for it. Okay, so then, so yeah. I have a question. So when you when you apply for stuff, mm-hmm. is there a, is there some kind of series of numbers that you give to show your identity That's if true. you don't have a license? No, we don't have that. A national like identifier number. We've just got like driver's license, passport number. Well, then, That's if you're it. a teenager, then how do you prove that you're the person that you are? Without you don't. A... Oh, okay. Um, in Australia, it's it's an honor system. So um, <laughs> teenagers just say whatever they want, and we choose whether or not to believe them. You guys would get fucking murdered in the United States. Well, no, oh, Lori, that explains why when the dingo ate the baby, people yeah. didn't believe her. Yeah. Strangely, though, the, the dingo had a number, yeah. but not the baby. <laughs> the dingo sure did have it. They had the baby's number. Lori, let me ask you this question. 
Sure. Well, let's, let's let's get this story out of the way while NatPat90, I'm sorry, no, he's on the show, while Nathan Patrick Brown is here. Did you just pull lip balm out of your titty and rub it on your mouth, or is it is this lip balm made from your titty? No, it's it's Vaseline. Mm-hmm. It's cocoa butter Vaseline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That I uh I buy. Mm-hmm. And I like it. And it gives my li- it makes my lips nice and soft. What so. about the ones on your face? <laughs> that I use baking soda. Oh, okay. Yeah. So so Lori, a couple of weeks ago, like literally the guys, the day like we recorded Genius Parade, Lori calls me at night. And she tells me some story about her dad. I don't remember what it was, though. I said, save it for the show. Do you remember what it was? I remember what it was. Yeah. So my dad is very technology illiterate. And he asked me to post a photo to his Facebook. Yes, that's right. And so I logged into his Facebook. And (laughs) um, somehow I had logged out. But somehow my my messenger stayed on his Facebook. I can go between both both uh, my messenger and his messenger. Yeah, and so I I was I get his messages and he um. There's a woman that he knew in Syracuse that he's been like flirting with, <laughs> who I found out more information about. Oh, you did since we spoke. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. So the reason why it caught my eye mm-hmm. was that, and I can't go back. Oh, maybe I can. I can go back. See if I can go back a little far is that the message that she, she just sent randomly sent a message and I just happened to see it. And it was something like, I talked to my daughters and they don't want me talking to you. Oh, here we go. Do you not, still have access? Not today. You apparently told Laurel about our last text conversation. So the girls don't want me to discuss this issue with you. They think it's weird. Mm-hmm. And my dad responded with, no, the only thing I said is that you were very depressed and that you should come out here. Laurel said that if you were to stay with me, that would be okay. But I said, I don't think Steve would go for that. Yeah, hold Steve on for a second. Yeah, she's married. She's ma- yeah. so Your dad is telling a married woman that she should come up by herself. Yeah. And hang with him. So then I was like, well, I got to read more. And um, there were, it's, it's like bits and pieces. But there's like, there's like, you know, he'll send a message that says, I need to see your face and hear your voice. Oh. Or I need to, you know, I can't wait to to talk to you later. I need to see and hear you. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, um, let's see. There was a woman, I can't, oh God, I think I'm going to lose. Well, why don't you, Lori, why don't we, because you're just going, you jump. You you jumped the gun a little bit. Why don't you first tell us who this woman is and what her relationship is with your father? Oh yeah, that'd be good. Okay. <laughs> so, so my dad, I don't know, see, like my dad has all these like relationships back home that I don't really pay attention to because I've only met these people like once, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So I think this is somebody that my my dad went to high school with or was like close with in high school or or like grew up with or something. Mm-hmm. And her name is Franceline. Mm-hmm. And Franceline's daughter, Laurel, lives in Los Angeles. Actually, ironically, lived super close to where Star used to live, like mm-hmm. on the same street. Mm-hmm. Um, is Franceline and- her real name? That That sounds made up. It is a real name. Yeah, it sounds like a name that you're making up when you need to make up a name. Like, what's your name? <laughs> Francel. 
Yeah, you're like looking around the room and yeah. you see a map of France. Yeah. Like, Franceline. Yeah. Did I ever tell you one night, one time I was going to give a fake name at, at Starbucks? Mm-hmm. And I just gave, I said my, my name was Kathy. <laughs> and my middle name is Kathleen. So I was like, oh my God, I can't even give a good fake name. But Lori, name. you went by a fake name for a year or two in 2006. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Oh, that's your real name? No, I never went by whatever you think I went by. I'm not going to, you're not going to get me to say it. All right. <laughs> there should be, there should be, I should get some kind of monetary kickback every single time you mention this so-called fake 2006 comedy tour. Lori, there's, a t- there's t-shirts and everything. Oh, did I tell you that Star cut out the, um, the, the parts of the racist parts of the t-shirt? And I keep forgetting, but I was, I'm going to wear it one time. And it's like, it just happens to be right on the boobs. So I'm going to yeah, wear it with no she bra. Did it. She wanted easy access. Yeah. So I still have the parts. I, I haven't like, cause it's the nicest. It's literally the nicest, most racist thing anyone has ever said. <laughs> so I, I can't get rid cut of it. Out what she claims are the racist parts, but don't you have like a super racist uh, painting in the back of your kitchen or something? No, see, that's not me. That's Star. Star, <laughs> Star has, and it's by a, a black artist. Star has what I feel like is like a caricature, and I've said it looks very. I don't n- necessarily feel comfortable. And she's like, "Well, it's by a black artist, and it's a representation of herself." Star so. is blocked by the Peloton machine, but I can tell she's giving me a death stare. <laughs> Star is totally giving me a death stare, but I can't see it because the Peloton is blocking her. Like she's got block. that black bar across the <laughs> yeah, face, yeah. like she's being blacked out from the show. Yeah. Okay, so this woman, uh, Laureline, or what's her name? So Franceline <laughs> is my dad's friend. Okay. Laurel, Laurel is her daughter. And I, again, Laurel. Another made up sounding name. Yeah. Yeah. Laurel. Um... Isn't that just Laurel? <clears throat> Excuse me? Isn't that just Laurel? Well, yeah. I mean, our whole family is... We just make up ways to sound, to sound things out. Okay. <laughs> so, um, Laurel married this guy, and um, they had a, they have a daughter. They just gave, had a daughter about 11 months ago mm-hmm. named Evie. And so, my dad has sort of said that he's like an adoptive grandfather. He sort of basically said that, you know, he's like her West Coast grandpa sort okay. of thing. Sure. So he's really fought, he's really helped them out. And it's, there's a lot of contention between us because my, my mom and I mean, th- this was really an impetus for their divorce because he, he would do a lot for them and they like, they barely would, you know, agree to come down and visit. So he gave, like, he gave them car, he gave them an old car. He gave, you know, he, g- he gives them money he does a lot for this family and like he's uh, he said you know please come down and visit and they're like and they came down once for a super bowl party and were just total a-holes you know didn't talk oh, to anyone were. oh really yeah didn't really do anything you know we're very smarmy and then like left it within 30 minutes and so why would your mom divorce your dad because of them because she was like the one of the main reasons why they got divorced was my mom was like, you're spending way too much money. You're spending way too much money on stuff. And Mm -hmm. that was one of the things was this was Laurel and her husband Mm -hmm. was she, he was giving, you know, they wanted, my mom wanted to sell their old, the car. They had two cars and my mom wanted to sell both of them. Mm -hmm. And my dad was like, well, I'm giving one of them away and just like sort of announced it to my mom. 
that she was giving it away. So my mom was like, well, that that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And so she gave, and they didn't get like a thank you. They didn't get anything from them. Mm-hmm. And so it's sort of been a one-sided relationship where my dad has sort of been, you know, very like kind and generous to them. And they're sort of just like, you know, passively accepting of, of them. So why, okay. why, so, so why See, this is it- also the same baby that where, before she was born, when Laurel was pregnant, he went on a, uh, he went camping all around the United States and took a, a baby doll named like a baby doll named baby E and took pictures of it and sent him to Laurel. So, and what did Laurel that's think? That's very of creepy. <laughs> she was like, Oh, that's nice. Thank you. Yeah. And now you don't, so you don't like Laurel. It's not that I'm only, I'm never, I've only met her twice, so I don't really know her. Mm-hmm. It's just from what I I hear and the way that I the way that I see things, mm-hmm. it seems to me that she's taking advantage of him. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he's a grown man; he can make his own decisions. So you know, I if if he's happy in the if he's happy with the with the way the relationship is going, then I'm I, who am I to argue with him about it? Mm-hmm. But you know, I just feel like he's a very generous, kind person. And he, he wants to be, he wants to have grandkids. He wants to be, you know, be around, like, he just likes being around babies and he, he's just a very kind person. And so I think the fact that this woman was having a grand, a baby, you know, he really sort of like wanted to be a grandparent and just sort of like decided that he was going to be. And they've sort of accepted it because they get things out, out of him. So. And what about no do you think he has the hots for uh Franceline's mom, Laurel? I think so because some of the tech some of the messages I read are like, I really want to see your face. Mm-hmm. I really need to see hear see and hear your voice. Mm-hmm. Um Did you, know. you see any dick pics? Oh, that's a good question. No, no I didn't see any my, dick pics. My question to you, Laurie, is like when you when this popped up. Yeah. Did you ever think like, oh, I'm not going to read all of these messages, or did sure. you just like immediately say, well, I'm reading this? Yeah, good question, Nathan. Um, I well, because at first I didn't know what the issue was, so I was more interested in what the thing was that that they said. Because she said you told Laurel our phone conversation, so I was like, what's this phone conversation? But I really don't know what what that was. Wait, so wait, I, wait, wait. Who told? Wait, wait. I'm getting confused now. Franceline is the daughter, correct? Yes. And Laurel is the no, mom. No, Franceline's the mother. Oh, I thought, okay, Franceline's the mother. And so she said, you told Laurel, my daughter, my daughter. about yeah. our phone conversations. Yeah. And so I don't really know what the, <clears throat> what the conversation was about or, you know, anything like that. Mm-hmm. And I think that, um, so as I was going through, it just seemed a little, you know, a little weird. But yeah, no, I I'm very much I'll, I'm a nosy person, so yeah, I I have, have you told your dad that you've read the messages? Like, are you going to confront no. him about it? No. I asked him how things were going, like how Franceline was doing, and he was like, "Oh, she's fine." So like he would tell me if he wanted to talk about it, but I don't think he wants to talk about it. So wait, one of my goals for today is to drink a lot of water. Problem now. I have to go pee. I'll be right back. Nathan, you you be Joe for. Uh... Can you do a good Joe Batanch impression? I'll be right back. Sure. This Lori Rogan came. Lori, Lori, <laughs> what else is going on? What, 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 what else you got going on there? <laughs> well, we're starting. I'm starting school soon, 
So that's fun. You're going to be teaching high school kids. Oh, you are? Oh, you are? <laughs> What's going on with you, Joe? What are you up to? Listen. I went and saw Mercedes. And she said, <laughs> she said, listen. Um, I don't know. What does Joe normally talk about? It's, it's all of, always about stuff. He saw his, he saw John Paul at Target while he's charging his t- Tesla. <laughs> listen. So I went to, I went to this Target. I went to this Target and I saw John Paul. And I said, hi, John Paul. And he said, oh, hello, Joe. <laughs> and I said, oh, you got a tes- Tesla. You know, I'm not the improv of this group. You're doing a great job. Thank you, Lori. Thank you. You're doing a great job. How are you doing? What are you up to? I'm honestly still waking up and I'm I'm so sorry to be here yawning throughout your stories, but like, I haven't had my extra coffee yet. Um, How many coffees do you usually have throughout the day? I usually like to raw dog two at the beginning and then like, I might have a third around like morning tea time. Now, when you mean raw dog, you mean just like straight gulping? Like you're just literally (laughs) just going for it real quick. Yeah. 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 What the hell are you talking about? Um, Nothing. You know what? I heard Nathan doing an impression of me. I just realized something. Nathan, I know you are, you know, in Australia, you are like a leading theater person. I don't know. What's your background with improvisation and whatnot? Not a lot, Joe. Not a lot. Because I have an idea. Not, look, I'm asking you to do a lot here. And I was thinking, we should give Nathan Patrick Brown his shot at singing the really? Dream Parade intro song. I don't know if he's going to do very well. But I think All we're right. going to give him a chance to sing a song, Lori. Lori, she had a Vaseline jaw stuffed in her boobies that she pulled out. Joe Tense, he saw that Vaseline and he said, man, I want to be in those boots. <laughs> he has a crush on Marie. And who wouldn't have that? For Star sure. is getting jealous. Because he's going to take a girl. <laughs> oh, that's right, Lori. Oh, okay. The chance is moving in. I, I just stopped. I, I thought that if you wanted to go, we could. Thank you. Kept... I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. I think that was pretty good, Laurie. Those are, those are actual lyrics I was working on before. Uh... That was really good. Yeah. Thank you. So, Nathan, so let's go to Nathan here. Nathan, has anything happened since we talked to you just between us girls? You saw your boyfriend and anything? Yeah, no, nah, nothing. Nothing. It's been now, two you, days. You have a dog, right? Sure do. What's oh, I, po- I still had more to add to that story, but if you oh, guys... Okay, well, let's, because Nathan got the GoPro, so we'll come back to it. But let okay. me just... Yeah, I'll leave in a minute. Yeah. yeah. Let me just ask you... You have a dog... Is the dog allowed you to watch your boyfriend Roger you? So he he does want to be in the same room, um, and he will just sit on his bed and not look because Chino doesn't like my boyfriend, um, oh, and my boyfriend doesn't. doesn't like Chino. There's oh. there's you know jealousy issues there, um, but he, <laughs> he he he's seen some stuff. Oh really? Does he know mm. what's going on, or does he think like your boyfriend's attacking you? I think he's like, like, uh, just like rolls his eyes and he's like, they're at it again. Oh, okay. So he's allowed in the room while it's happening. This is something I've always oh, wanted yeah. to know about gay men. Yeah. How, how close 
from like you guys are like, oh, let's have sex. So you lay mm-hmm. on the bed, right? Yeah. And you start kissing. Mm-hmm. How close does penetration start? Like, is it almost immediate or is there some foreplay where you guys are like kissing? There, and there stuff? are a lot of factors, Lori. Uh, are you in, the, are you at, you know, behind the bleachers in a stadium or are you at home and no one's going to walk in? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, in bed. I said in bed. So you so guys are in bed. You in, are your parents uh, going to come home any minute? No, Nate, I was Nathan. So Nathan, are you, you in a sling? Oh, good well, question. I, in a bed, sling? bed, not sling. Yeah. Okay. Do you, so you don't um, have a, do you have a sling? No, I don't. Oh, um, would you, one of these days ever, I might want to get ever one. Use a sling, Nathan. I've been to a bathhouse before, so I have. I have. I've not been in a sling, but I've. I've seen sling action. Would you go in a sling? Sure. Is that a fantasy of yours to be in a sling and just have a bunch of men just go to town on you? Nah, not really. I know someone whose fantasy that is. I just don't know if you had that yeah. fantasy. It's not nah. Um, but to answer your question, Laura, I do I do think foreplay is required. Uh I think to to just, you know, go bang into a butthole is just never the best way to approach it because yeah. you you need to give that butthole time to sort of mm-hmm. breathe and expand and just get used to it. Yeah. Who who usually is the one banging the butthole? And he's Laurie. That is so inappropriate. Oh, okay. How dare you ask me that? Okay. Before my second coffee. <laughs> so you're the one who's the butthole. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I think right. I, I think we're going through a thing right now in gay society where, like, actually, rightfully so, being a bottom is very praiseworthy. People want to be bottom. Oh yeah. There was yeah. a time when it was embarrassing to be a bottom. I don't think anyone's embarrassed now. It's so funny. Well, also, I feel yeah. like that, and this is the same with women, too, I think, with lesbians, I think it, men are, gay people are more verse. I think you see a lot more people who are like, I'll bottom, and then I'll also top sometimes. You know? Yeah, we as gay people get to choose whether we bottom or not. Yeah. So... You prefer one of the or the, over the other, Nathan? I'm I'm very mood dependent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it, it depends. All right. Well, I guess that. I mean, now Nathan, what's going to happen right now? You're going to go to what? What's this a training for? Oh, it's plain English language. So it's all about taking like jargon and converting it into something that's simple. So I mean, it seems obvious, but it's a it's a full day course. Does your industry tend to use a lot of jargon? Yes. Yeah. So with my job, it's it will be a lot of converting the technical stuff oh, um, I'm glad to, you're to here, talk by to the way. people. By the way, I'm glad you're here. Before you go, I got a, a message about you on Twitter. Uh-oh. Uh, it was from one Nami Harder. Uh-oh. Okay. You know what? He, he doesn't hear this show. Maybe. Oh, no, he does hear this show. Sorry. So Nami Harder wrote to me, and he wants you to know that I said if there's if there's a, a something called a cracklin in Australia, and you said no, there wasn't, and he actually said that there was and sent it to me a picture of what it's called. Crack crackling like pork. I look. I am not. Who am I? Andrew Zimmern? I don't know. I'm not Anthony Bourdain. Well, he just said yes. Well, there's something called a cracklin. And okay. by the way, well, also Tom I'm not Bomb. like Senior Australia. Like I don't, I, I don't speak for every Australian. Did I'm you sure see there's Tom things Bomb? in Australia. Oh no, Tom Bombs is mad at Nami Harder. What were you saying, Nathan? It's like there can very well be things in Australia that I don't know about. I'm very ignorant. So 
Yeah. Would you call yourself Great. a dumb Australian cunt? Yeah. Lori, did Star go to the bedroom because she's mad about the the racist picture you put up mad. in the kitchen? No. I didn't put that up. That's not none of the artwork is mine. The only thing we we picked out mutually was this one, this painting right here. And even that one wasn't really Star gave me like choices, which was like this and like another thing. And I we pick I picked that one. So it wasn't even really my choice to begin with. All right. Okay, I'm gonna go, but yeah, I might see you later. All right, bye, Nathan. Probably. Why don't you just keep Have your fun. camera? Why don't you keep your camera on? Just go on mute. <sighs> okay, I'll I'll turn both off, but stay in the chat. Okay. All there right. we go. Okay. Um. All right, Lori. So Nathan. So that way Nathan can just come in whenever he wants. What do you, you want know? to bet? He just takes his pants off and then just lays on his bed for a bit. You're just like, oh, this oh is you so think that's why cool. he wants. Maybe he's maybe he's pantsless right now. We have no proof whether he's pantsless. We have right no now. proof. He probably is. Nathan's always talking about his his huge schwanz. Do you think he shows a bulge in his pants or we don't? I've never seen the bottom of Nathan Brown walking around. I don't know if I if he's always talking about it or if you're always talking. about mm, it. I think he's the one that constantly like tries to bring it up in conversation. I I forget. And then he'll just mention somehow, like, how he You're tripped the one on who it. brought it up right now. He tripped on his penis going to the bathroom and all that. Yeah. Okay, so go ahead. Finish the story about your dad. So the only thing left to say is that I randomly saw a message the other day mm-hmm. from Laurel. Yeah. Laurel is the mother. Laurel's the daughter. Oh, okay. Thumbelina's and... the mom. <clears throat> Francelina, yeah, Franceline. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't. Oh shoot! I guess she deleted it. <gasps> oh, really? What did it? What was the gist? Anyways, the message was just that she's drinking again. Who's drinking she, again? Franceline. Oh, is drinking again and not telling her husband, her father, uh, Steve, and that she's just super depressed. I know what'll cheer her. Oh, so, I don't cheer her up. Franceline, I heard you're depressed, and you're hitting the thoughts. I gotta tell you, whenever you're feeling down, just think about the schmutz of Nathan Patrick Brown. Francie, I got a story from your pal Joey, Joey Batanti, Nathan has a python in his Australian Bodie trunk. Yeah, he's big down under. He will cause a thunder when he takes your panties off. You're gonna wonder. That's right, Franklin. You're gonna wonder how Nathan Patrick Brown gonna fit that huge python inside of you but i'm gonna tell you just drink a little more of that uh go-go juice and you're gonna slide right in you're gonna cream your pants when you see his giant font you will think it's the biggest thing since you've seen By the 
likes to collect racist artwork. No, I do not. <laughs> and she puts it up in her kitchen. How are you pivoting to this now? So when she cooks her meat, she compares the color to the artwork on her wall. Lori, how do you like your burger? Do you like it, Will Smith? Or Wesley Snipes? Lori, how do you like your steak? Do you like it, Oprah? Or how Stella got her groove back, whatever her name is. Lori likes to post racist artwork. That's going to be the new thing. Yeah. Sorry, Joe. I have to run to the bathroom now. Sorry. Okay. Anyway, why did we, Lord, I just sang a two-minute song. You could have gone during the song. I'm, I'm sorry. I should have okay. run it during then, but I wanted to hear what you were saying. <laughs> okay, I'm going to pause the recording. When we come back, no time will have lapsed for the audience. For those of you listening at home, nothing, no time has passed whatsoever. But Lori did go to the restroom. Also, strangely, signed on to the Discord while she was in the restroom. Yeah, because I wanted to see what you guys were talking about. Oh. And uh, did all that jazz. All right, Lori. So, are we done with the your dad story? I, 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 I'm very. I'm going to tell you something. I'm very intrigued by everything your family. Yeah, it's a it's a web. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so far, I mean, Lorel's coming down. So Lorel was going to spend the weekend with my dad this weekend, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. now has told him that she can only come down for the day on Saturday. Is Lorel? How old is Lorel? I don't know. She's younger than me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know by how much. Do, do you think Laurel's hot? No. Do you think your dad thinks Laurel's hot? No. Okay. All right. No. Is Laurel Superman's half sister? <laughs> it would work, actually, because in, in the DC universe. Isn't he like El Real or something no, like that? No, Superman is Kellel. Kellel, that's right. The dad is Jorel, but also strangely, I think the mom's name is Laura. But um but Missed also all the women's names start with L. So she could in theory be a Laurel. She could, yeah. She could yeah. be Superman's, you know, mm-hmm. uh annoying cousin. Yeah. All right. Well, Laurie, as you know, and we're going to jump on this now, it is time for... Let's try and finish that video from last time uh, of the dad who his foster kid gets recruited by um, a coach. Okay. For possibly... For college and also possibly more than college. Yeah. Because apparently in this world, mm-hmm. soccer, college uh, scouts also deal with uh, overseas soccer leagues as well. Well, you know what I think happens is this is my theory. Remember we saw on the one, the one we did. Oh, no, people don't know this. So there's another show where Lori and I talk about these shows called Moron Morals. Okay. And that's an exclusive tier uh, filler show. Whenever we uh, are in need of a show for exclusive tier, we're going to do this Moron Morals thing. And we did one the other day. Where it's seemingly in an English-speaking country, but the wife called from a Peruvian number. So I'm almost wondering if this is, because this could make sense, where it almost seems like these scripts are written by a foreign person who's not American, then translated into English and given to a production company to turn them into videos. I I could see that. 
Yeah. Oh, there there are a couple ones too where they talk about it being from like, um, uh, Quebec. Oh, okay. Oh, I could see that too. Yeah. So, or maybe maybe it's a foreign country sending it to Quebec to make these videos. Yeah. Possibly. Anyway, so where we left off last, I remember that. So let's give you a brief rundown. Is the video started with a uh, the natural born son? His cleats were dirty and gross, and his father, his natural born father, is very upset with him. So he makes the foster kid get, regardless of size or anything, swap shoes with his actual son. Yes, because they're going to be big scouts coming to the game. The mom is apparently clueless, and then the the dad, for no apparent reason, tells the mom that the foster kid stole the boy's shoes. Also, these are cleats that the mom had bought the son. Yeah, and so yeah. the mom, when she enters the room, does everything but look at the floor. Yes. Look at the shoes. A hundred percent. And she's super excited. And she in the the foster, the dad tells, oh, our foster kid stole our son's shoes. Mm-hmm. She, again, doesn't look at the shoes. No. She just, which they're wearing. Mm-hmm. She just goes, oh, that's so disappointing. And then yeah. just, you know, carries on. Then they go to the soccer game where there's, there's two, them and two other people uh cheering and then a scout comes up and offers the kid a full ride on the spot but he goes i you know he likes the kid but the now the dad thinks it's his actual son his natural born son that but it actually turns out to be the foster kid that he's recruiting and but from what we've seen so far from what we've seen so far it's actually the the dad is pretending to be happy about this Okay, and you yeah, think, oh, right, many- yeah, I always knew you could do it. Um, but now, now, so, and then everyone cheers. And do you have anything to and say the, before we go in? And the agent tells the kid, because the kid says, oh, I have to think about it. And the agent says, says, well, tells the parents, you know, a great support system is key to success in the, in this, in this business. Yeah. And so that's where we kind of leave off is the kid is looking out the window despondent because yeah. he doesn't ha- he ha- he doesn't have a great support system. Yeah. So they're on the drive home. This is what we're going to pick up on. They're on the drive home and the kid is looking listlessly out the window. All right. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. And we'll stop it along the way many times, I'm sure. Just exited the car now, carrying his dirty cleats. Good, the but t- you know, wow, a scholarship to a top three school. The future is so bright for you. What's wrong? The kid looks sad. Uh, I don't know. I guess I'm just worried about what Tyrone said about having a stable support system. Oh, honey, we're always going to be there for you. Okay, me and Buck. Okay, so now she just said me and Buck. The, the name of the dad is Buck, and as she says that Buck and the kid are walking, Buck and his son are walking by, and Buck is giving him a don't you fucking dare look. Yeah. Yeah. Which this guy, God bless him. I will say that they do get, most of the actors are not amazing, but they do sometimes get uh, actors who you can tell are trying their best. And I will say that this actor is trying his best, and he is doing a fairly good job Yeah, of playing at just a completely douchebag yeah but the the character itself makes no sense because it's like to become a foster parent is a lot of work Mm -hmm. and so he he's acting like this was just thrust upon him 
and he has to deal with this kid. It would be different if he was, if he was more happy oh. with, oh, Nathan, Nathan Patrick Jackson. Brown is back. To, he heard us dissecting this video. Now he wants to come back. I actually didn't listen in the break, but I'm sure it was great. <laughs> well, eh, not really. I went to the bathroom. So well, no, no, he missed the part where we sang a song about him having sex with Franceline. Oh, that's right. Oh, I love Franceline. Yeah. So, uh, and Franceline loves you, apparently. So, mm. see, I think that the character story should would be would be so much better if he if they adopt this foster kid, right? And then they have a son of their own. They find out they're pregnant. They have a son of their own and they treat the son worse than the foster kid because this, they didn't want the son, but they wanted this foster kid because he's super talented and the son's not talented. Mm-hmm. That would be, that to me would be, but the story they have is that this guy acts like this foster kid was just thrust upon them and is stealing everything from his family. Well, Lori, the other problem too is this is, this is just an example of poor writing. What I mean is, it's a, it's a situation where the characters have no, in the writer's head, have no existence before or after these videos. So exactly. if you think about it, if there was a backstory, it's not like the kid just showed up at his doorstep yesterday. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's what and, I'm saying. And also going to the mom, the mom's like, well, of course we'll have a, you have a stable support system. She would know exactly. We're going to learn some things right now pretty soon. We're going to learn some very disgusting things from Buck, the dad. And she would have the support system where she would, she would be aware of this. It's not, this wouldn't be a surprise if there was actual strong writing where there's a backstory and a history of these characters. Yes. All right. Exactly. Here we go. He's giving him the dirty look right now. Don't you fucking dare. Which, by the way, this kid could crush him with not even thinking about it. Yeah. By the way, he has his arm around his real son like it's his girlfriend. I know. He's super clinging to his real son. It's, like, kind of weird. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that kid is, like, if we're to believe this, I mean, just the actor himself is is taller and more muscular. But if we're to believe that he's this soccer star, he's probably got muscles for days and could crush him, like, you know, like like a, a walnut. Yeah. All right. Let's go on. I'll try not to think about it. Thanks. So now uh, the the son dropped the. If, if you're confused, the foster kid had new neon shoes, and then the the dad made the foster kid give his actual son the neon shoes. And that kid has dropped the neon shoes outside the door. Now the foster kid's walking in the house behind them. Now he puts the old shoes down. Oh, the mom just and this noticed. Is the first time the mom has noticed the shoes. Oh, first now she's time. clocking it. She's like, "Oh my god!" It, you would think that he'd put out a gun. She's I know. Up. She, her eyes get really big, and All now right. he's looking at paperwork. Yeah, he's. I wish I could zoom in and see what that orange post-it. The says. post-it note says. He's looking at. He's just looking at paperwork in a folder for some reason. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Buck? What? What is it? Leo was wearing Tom's coat. So now we see this is based off this attitude that, because the way she was acting before is like, she totally believes her husband. Everything he says is, you know, is, it it makes sense. And she doesn't, she she doesn't see anything wrong with him or, you know, and now it's a totally different atmosphere. 
Yeah. Now he's being very flippant with her, and she's like, you know, basically like you're doing this again, yeah. sort of thing. She goes, so what she Question. said, what you guys, oh yes. Do you think the evil foster dad's kind of hot? No, but do you? Oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah, me neither, me neither. Well, well he, he reminds kind of, you of your boyfriend. Yeah, does he remind you of your boyfriend? Yeah, he looks a little like Lucky. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here, we, here we go. He's he's kind of old, so that makes sense. So anyway, so <laughs> oh god, not here we go. Now we doing this again. <laughs> All right. So the mom said to him, "Why was I? I didn't. We didn't hear. But what, why? Why was he wearing the son's shoes? All right. Here we go. And come to think of it, the ones Tom was wearing looked a lot like the ones I got for Lee as a reward for making honor roll. Don't get involved, Grace. Okay, why does he say that like he's in the mob? Yeah. Don't get don't wanna... listen up, Grace. Don't get involved. You know, you have a nice sweatshirt there. It'd be a real shame if something were to happen to that sweatshirt. Yeah. You don't know you don't want to know about my business, all right? Yeah. I put food on this table. So don't ask me about the shoes. Okay. Just mind your own fucking business, okay? All right, here we go. Did you lie to me? Do you think that this is the first time that that guy has ever lied to her? But see, that's no. the thing is that in this in this realm, yes, in this character arc, yes, this is the first time that he's he's lied to her. Yeah. All right. So you did make them switch. How could you treat Lee so unfairly? Unfair? Do you think they named the Asian kid Lee because he's Asian? Yes. Yes. I think they did. What do you want to bet that they were like, why don't we just name him like Matthew? And everyone's like, <laughs> no, he's no Asian. It's named Matthew. Yeah. His name, his, when he was born, his name was Lee Lee. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Let me tell you something. Oh, here it comes. You gotta oh, me. this is my, fa- okay. Okay. So <laughs> this is my favorite part guys, because this is where he's going to go into his thing about how he he was told like he wanted to be a soccer star all right so this is this is his story about how it didn't happen and this is just some superb writing right here about how it was unfair that he didn't become a soccer star because and he's going to explain it all right here we go lori i have to tell you what they're going to do 16 years old i had the world as my oyster and I thought that if I just work hard and, and pursue my career of being a pro soccer player, that it would just happen. But guess what? It didn't. Okay, so let's let's break this That's down it. right here. Let's, That's it. But wait, let's That's break it. this down. So he <laughs> It so, just didn't happen. So according to him, he had the world but this the world was his oyster when he was sixteen. When he was and, sixteen, yeah. And that if he and he thought if he just worked hard that he could be a professional soccer player. What do you want to bet the world was his oyster just because he was masturbating so much? <laughs> it's like, the world's my oyster. I don't really quite get what that means. Nathan, it... do you understand what that means? No, not at all. Because he's looking at the semen in his hand. What? Yeah. Does so it look like an oyster? Yeah. Doesn't it look like oysters? Not if you're healthy. <laughs> okay. Clearly someone who's never had semen in her hand. Okay. <laughs> Um, so anyway, but the son that we've seen can't even clean his fucking cleats. So he clearly isn't working hard, but let's, here we go. Because life is not fair, Grace. 
But see, this is my point, is that he doesn't explain it. It would be, okay, it would be dumb, but it would be one thing if it was like, the world was my oyster, I thought if I worked hard, I'd become a soccer star, but then some kid who, like, some Asian kid who just moved into the neighborhood took all the glory from me, right? And then it could be like, all right, now we know why he has some weird white hot hatred towards this Lee kid that he's fostering, right? But it, it just, the story goes, it didn't happen. That's it. That's the whole point of the story is that it didn't happen. Like that's, but that's, I, I, that's I know he's going to explain it in a second, but what does that have to do? What does any of this have to do with Lee? Yeah. yeah does, does Lee play soccer? I missed the start he, of it. Lee is I, a soccer f- phenom. He's like the best soccer player. Oh, great. Well, the world's his oyster. Yeah. Then he's so upset about it. Oh, well, clearly he didn't listen to last week's uh, Genius Parade. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Yeah. Why our kindness towards others is what's important. Because we can make the world a little bit less unfair. If we but you didn't even know she's saying this speech and he's laughing. He's laughing maniacally, oh, like this Grace. is the stupidest no. thing that you've ever said. Kindness doesn't help. Oh yeah, by the oh, way, Lee, that- Lee, uh, you know, kind of stairwell listening. And he just said, I also, I also love that. Like, did was he just not there the day that the the people who brought Lee to the house were there? Because it's like I can't imagine that he was like, we're excited to have Lee here. <laughs> yeah, he clearly did not want a foster kid. No. And- like there are so many things wrong here. Like if also again, this is none of this is overnight IRL. So if he's a really good soccer player, they would have known this before they got him as a foster kid. You know. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah. What helps? I would see if you were a, a social worker. If you go in and one parent was like, "I do not want a foster kid." End of story. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And like one taking care of laughing maniacally yeah. and saying that because he didn't become a soccer star then he, he he's going to be shitty to all foster kids yeah all right here we go you and your own which is what i've been trying to do by helping tom and yet you miss what was right under your nose lee has a real shot at this lee is not our son oh wow is this what your mom told your dad when you were talking about laurel uh, yeah laurel yeah Basically. Lee just hung. I never asked to have some freeloader living in our home. I wanted to grow our family. You really do have I to wanted ask. to give the Fairfaxes a fair chance at improving our lives. How who was the social worker that gave this kid to them? I wonder if he just was if he was like away and the mom was just like, We'll be we'll be foster parents. Yeah, it's like how how did that happen? I would love to know the foster person who was there, who was like, you know, all right, get out of the car, let's yeah. go, let's go, let's go. Which is why sixteen years ago, I paid for the fertility treatments. It's the only chance that that we could give Tom to to, to have a little brother or a sister. It cost a fortune, but I paid for it, and then you. Okay, where's this going? What does that have to do with anything? So he's blaming the mom for not giving them another kid. But why would they? What does having another kid to do with it? Okay. You had to go and experience every possible side effect from every treatment we tried. You weren't ready to endure it. You weren't ready to make the sacrifice for us. 
You're the reason this family is falling apart. You! Well, I, it really does sound like they taped an argument between you, your mom and your dad. Really? It makes no sense. It no, really well, the argument he's making makes no sense. That it's her fault. Okay, let's. I really want to dissect his argument. I, I, and tell me if I'm wrong at any point, Laura, if I'm missing information. When he no. was 16, he wanted to be a soccer player, but it didn't happen even though he worked hard. So then he has a kid, Tom. And he meets this woman. He meets and this woman, has a kid with her, and they have a kid named Tom, right? Yes. I don't know why Tom – then they just move on to where then because of some reason, I don't know what it is, he paid for fertility treatments, treatments so Tom would have a sibling. Yes. But I don't know what they that had to do. They could build their Fairfax family. Oh, they could build a Fairfax family. But then she had to go and have complications from every procedure, and so therefore she ruined the family. Yes. Okay. And then somehow they got a foster kid, and he's super upset about it. All right. So, yeah, yeah, I choose to look after my son, and I'm not going to apologize for it. Not to you, not to anybody. Get out, Buck. <laughs> what? I said get out now. What I don't understand is how is she never, how is it, like, the kid is, their son is 16 years old. Let's even yeah. pretend he knocked her up, right? But in theory, maybe not. Right, but let's pretend he knocked her up and they got married. She has lived with this man for sixteen years, and this she has never seen this side of him, not once. And also, how long have they had this foster kid? I don't know. I mean, has it been for sixteen years, or has it been for like a week? Because you know, either I mean, either way, the hatred is not warranted. But you know, it's just like again, it takes a lot of work to become a foster parent. I mean, sure. Yes, I'm not saying that foster parent, all foster parents are good, mm -hmm. but it's it is work to become a foster parent. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that they got through the whole interview, and now for some reason he just has this white hot hatred mm -hmm. of of his foster kid is just ridiculous. All right, here we go. Or what? Hmm? What are you gonna do? You're gonna fight, no, Grace? Huh? I'm That's not what you gonna do? fight you. I'm gonna call Child Protective Services and I'm gonna tell them exactly what you've said and done to Lee. And I bet the boys would be more than happy to share the entire story with the authority. You wouldn't. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Sorry, uh, Nathan just messaged and said that he has to go. He tripped over his large dick. So, <laughs> okay, this doesn't make any sense. What she just said right now makes no sense. She said she's going to call Child Protective Services. See, I didn't. I actually didn't pick up on this part when I first watched this. Let's hear what she's saying. She is saying they're going to call Child Protective Services. She's going to call Child Protective Services and report what happened. And then the authorities. I'm assuming she's implying they're going to, authorities are going to come and arrest him. Yes. But why? I mean, what the guy did was dicky. Yes. B, Child Protective Services should certainly come over there and uh, take the kid out of the home. But I don't think he's done anything that's worthy of arrest and prosecution. He's just a dick. I mean, it is sort of psychological abuse, but that's hard to prove. You know, so it's it's one of those things where, yeah, I mean, they, he should be removed from the home. But yeah. nothing illegal has happened so yeah. far. No. As far as I can see. This is just a domestic dispute. All Maybe right. threatening him. Remember, he did kind of threaten him. So that could be considered. But she, but, but she doesn't know that at this point. She doesn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Dare. Try me. 
I also love that this guy is so maniacal and so crazy, so like angry and abusive, but then he's like, all right, I'll leave. <laughs> he just, you know, it's just yeah. like, you know, the typical narcissist psychopath who's like, all right, well, when you're, when you're right, you're right. I'm going to go. Yeah. All right. Here we go. I can't believe this. You will regret tearing this family apart. You hear me? No, Buck. This family is doing just fine. And we will be doing a whole lot better from now on without you. Get- you, you can you can hear the writer. He wrote that line. It was just like fucking nailed it. Control S. Yeah. He's all like he did the whole Stephen J. Cannell take the page out of the typewriter, throw it in the air, and it floats down. Yeah. Don't fucking tell me I can't write yeah. solid female characters. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I also, I mean, good on her that she apparently has had no knowledge of her husband's behavior up mm-hmm. until this point, mm-hmm. but she, she gets into action. I mean, oh, she yeah. immediately is like, no, not dealing with this. And by the way, no, never I'm, once did she see this ever, yeah, ever. Never once have seen you act like this, but I'm not having it. Yeah. Well, yeah I'll give her that. Get out! Fine! Fine! See? See? That's what I love. It's just like, you know. I'm an abusive man who's who is verbally and physically abusive to our step to our foster kid, but you know I'll leave. All right, fine, I'll leave. You 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 know whatever. And there's no there's no discussion of like, uh, here are your things. Like like I could see her say like I'm gonna put your things outside or I'll let you get your thing. No, it's just like get. He's just leaving with the clothes on his back. Yep. All right. Oh, here comes me. He just stood up. Oh, so amazing. That was amazing. He hugs her. Lee is not the best actor. I'm no, throw he's that not you so much. He's a very cute-looking young man, but he's not the best oh. actor. And she seems complete. The man she was married to for 16 years, she just threw out of her house, and she is just completely just calm as a cucumber. She's totally fine. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I finally did it. Mm-hmm. The thing I thought about five seconds ago when I first realized that he was abusive, yeah. I've, I've done. Yeah, something that I've, I've known this man for 16 years, never seen this side of him ever, and it's a monster, I need to get out of here. I'm totally fine. Yeah. Oh, now he's in a motel. Now, he's at literally the most seedy-looking criminal motel. Like, no, if you were sitting in this hotel room, you would think there's a crime about to happen. And they shine like a black light through the window. So it even looks more mysterious and seedy. And he looks like he's like crouching on the ground. He's picking the phone. He has like a real smug look on his face. <laughs> I just, na- I'm going to fucking nail this bitch. Hello? Yes. Hi. Uh, thank you for picking up so late. I'm the foster dad of Lee Stone. Oh, yes, Mr. Fairfax. Uh, is everything all right? I love how, first off, this seems like it's like, you know, 10 o'clock at night yeah, or not at least nine o'clock. And then also she doesn't like go like, you know, foster care services or, and she goes, hello. So in this, he called herself down, there's just like Michelle yeah. who works the foster care system. Yeah. And they have like three kids. Cause he's yeah. all like, I, I, and she's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Mr. Fair. Uh-huh. I know all about you. I'm afraid not. This is about Lee. He has become impossible to control. And our family's afraid of what he might do next. Oh my goodness. I'm so sorry to hear that. He, I think like this is like a toy you bought at Best Buy. Yeah. 
And he just, I think they would be like, okay. And yeah, you what, got what, you, you got a foster you, child. Can you explain further? Yeah. Thanks. So, how soon will you be able to relocate him? I, I mean, well, in fairness, we didn't hear what she. That's the end of the video, by the way. So hey, no, there's a th- there's a second part. Well, no, no, I know, but we'll do that in another episode. Okay, but, but I'm just gonna tell you that this. That the next part of the video, so you think that the, this is going to pay off the relocation. Mm-hmm. And there is a thing with police, with a police looking official, mm-hmm. but it's not a relocation. It's something totally different. So yeah, the relocation thing you're never right. pays off. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't pay off. You're right. Um, well, Lori, the end of another episode. Boy, what a success it was. We learned so a much. And a half. Yeah. We learn that you have a half sister that you don't like. I don't have a half sister. I think you do. Laurie, we heard a story about your half sister, Laureline. Laurie, we heard a story that to your dad, she's really mean. Her mom is drinking again Cause she don't know when to say when And your dad wants to see Her beautiful face That's right, Lord, your dad just wants to look at the beautiful face of Francine That's her name, right? Lori's not answering because she's embarrassed Francine? Yeah, yeah. He wants to just really just rub on on her panties. Your dad wants to bone. Did they ever date in high school? Uh, no. Oh, well, doesn't matter. He wants to pull her panties down. Yeah, your dad wants Francis to come visit him, Lori, but he doesn't want that nosy Steve to be there. He's going to be getting all up in their business as they're smooching and canoodling. You know what canoodling means, right, Lori? Yeah. He's be rubbing her clit in between his index finger and thumb. Lori, she told a story about her dad and Franceline. Lori, have you told your mom? I think she'd say... Something mean. Join us next week and we'll find out.